0: Now, here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott.
1: You know, have you ever been uh, faced with one of these decisions or uh, or a situation that sounded just too good to be true? I remember uh, I had graduated college and I was running a mattress store in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, actually. And I was in there one night, and uh, this guy came by, and he stops in, and he, he, he'd he been in my store a couple times before, and he was wearing a jacket, and kind of a younger guy, and he said, hey, you know, I've got this business opportunity. I'd really like to share it with you. You seem like you might be a good fit for it. You're an entrepreneur, da 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 da, da. So I end up scheduling you know, dinner with him. I think we went to Perkins or something at like 8 o'clock at night, and I was just so exhausted. And the guy goes into the spill, and you can make all this money, and it's unlimited income, and other people are going to be working for you. And... Blah, 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 blah. And it ended up being one of these multi-level marketing programs. Like I think it was Amway at the time. And I just remember being so frustrated on this because of the way he was presenting it. And there's a lot of things that are presented that way, timeshares and a lot of things that are marketed out there. And I was watching a YouTube uh, video the other day, and the guy says, if it sounds too good to be true, then it always is. And it's kind of funny, because last week I was talking with a listener, and she's a prospect, and she's looking into long-term care insurance, and that was her comment. She just earnestly said to me, you know, this it, it sounds too good to be true. And what she was referring to, we were talking about asset-based long-term care plans, and she was referring to the fact that she could get insurance, but if she didn't need the insurance, then she could get her money back. And she just didn't understand how the insurance companies could offer that. And I was like, you know, you're right. I would insure everything in my life that way. I would love if the insurance company gave me even half my money back on my homeowner's insurance. If my house doesn't burn down and I sell my home and I move, it's like, hey, here's half your money back. I'd be happy, right? So we're not used to that. So she was just explaining that, you know, her daughter was concerned about this and she just needed to know a little bit more about how it worked. So I thought this would be a great time this week on Long Term Care Radio to address this Aspect of asset-based long-term care plans and the fact is that some people think they're too good to be true And I want to talk specifically about how and why they work in the various types of plans that are out out there today that are available My goal is to really help you understand that they aren't too good to be true There's a lot of great aspects about these asset-based plans and believe it or not There's actually some math and some science behind these that make these work the way they do and so we're gonna get in that today So the first thing I want you to understand is that the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS calls these asset-based long-term care plans linked benefits, as in we are linking two things together, like two links of a chain. We're linking these things together. I like to think of it as two buckets of money. The first bucket is the asset part of the policy. That's the money that comes back to you if you don't use the plan the second bucket is what they call either a continuation of benefits or an uh, extension of benefits. That's just pure long-term care insurance. There's no value in that second bucket. So we just when you think about these asset-based plans, picture two buckets of money linked together. Bucket one, bucket two. Bucket one has some value in it if you don't use it. That's the portion you're getting back. Bucket two is Additional long-term care insurance and so that says if I run out of bucket one I'm going to jump into bucket two and that's going to last you an extended period of time So again that second bucket is called a continuation of benefits or an extension of benefits on most of these programs The two separate buckets is key to understanding how these asset-based plans work many people are presented life insurance policies or even annuities that have some kind of chronic care rider that they say you can use in a long-term care situation. These are not long-term care policies. They are simply one bucket of money. So you've got a bucket of life insurance, or you've got the cash value of an annuity, and that's it. That's all you can use, or a percentage of that bucket. That's it. So be very aware of that. That's a chronic care rider. That is not long-term care insurance. It's illegal for advisors to sell those as long-term care insurance many advisors do, and part of the reason why is because they're easier to sell. You don't have to be licensed to sell long-term care insurance, but it's just think of it as one bucket of money where when we talk about asset-based long-term care plans, they're going to have some life insurance component or annuity component to it, but there's a second bucket attached there. And so you, there's more value than just that life component or the cash value component. So. Asset-based plans, long-term care plans, offer coverage above and beyond the value of the policy, above and beyond the value of the money that's going to be coming back to you if you don't use your plan. So when you buy an asset-based plan, the value of bucket one is your money. That comes back to you or your estate if you don't use it. The linked benefit or the second bucket is just long-term care insurance that will continue to pay your benefits if you exhaust your first bucket now let's assume for a minute that we fund one of these plans with just a single deposit let's just make it simple that money when you walk in and buy an asset based plan is paying for bucket one and bucket two at the same time so let's look at the simplest plan it's just what we call our savings based plan you deposit a hundred thousand dollars into your bucket that's your money so again bucket one has the hundred thousand dollars in it you deposited that but there's a second bucket attached to that, so now you have an additional $200,000 of long-term care insurance. So your $100,000 turned into $300,000 of insurance. Why did you get that $200,000 of additional insurance? It's because the insurance company is taking that $100,000 that you gave them and they're putting it to work. They're investing it for a return. Now, they're gonna take that, some of that interest that they earn, some of that return on their investment, And they're going to buy insurance inside that contract. So otherwise, they're buying that other $200,000 of insurance inside your contract. As far as you know, you turned $100,000 into $300,000. You're letting the insurance company take the risk, and you're letting them worry about the investment. Now... You could just simply keep your $100,000 and invest it or just keep it in your savings account and get the interest on it, or you could hope that it grows if you invest it and hope it doesn't go down in value, but that's gonna be a finite amount of money. Whatever you grow the money into or whatever you, you know, if if you lose value in it, that's just gonna be what you have to use for long-term care. With long-term care insurance on these asset-based plans, the whole idea of putting that $100,000 into a plan is that we automatically just triple the value of it. So we have $300,000 today, we don't have to wait. We're not worried about what the market's doing. We're not worried about if the stock market's going up or going down. We're not worried about if interest rates are going up or down. We know what we have. So how in the world can that work? And why do you get your money back if you don't use your plans? I mean, just on the surface of this, this is where people get hung up. They, it sounds like fuzzy math, right? On this, If we we're looking at this, like, hey, you gave me $100,000, why would the insurance company give me $300,000 instantly? Now, remember I said that there's, Math in there's science behind these policies. And there is. And it's called actuarial science. And this is the definition of actuarial science. Actuarial science is the discipline that assesses financial risk in the insurance and finance fields using mathematical and statistical methods. Actuarial science applies the mathematics of probability and the statistics to define, analyze, and solve the financial implications of uncertain future events. That's actuarial science. That's what insurance is based on. So when we look at it, and insurance companies study the village, right? They've been studying the village for hundreds of years, and they're constantly looking at data and assessing risk and f- developing patterns and recognizing these patterns. So when you purchase an insurance policy, you're worried about mitigating a risk, protecting yourself from financial loss, okay? That could be, um, you know, your house burning down, you're wrecking your car, you're getting sick, whatever it is. Now, we don't know if that's going to happen to us, and neither does the insurance company. But here's something the insurance company does know. They're looking at that village, and let's just say there's a million people in this village, and they've been studying it for 100 years, and they have seen these patterns develop. And what they can do is they can predict with pretty good accuracy, a pretty good degree of accuracy, for instance, how many homes are going to catch on fire. And out of those homes that catch on fire, how many are going to completely burn down? Now, they don't know if it's your home or if it's my home or if it's our neighbor's home, but they know that out of that village of a million people, there's going to be X amount of homes that catch on fire, X amount are going to burn completely down, X amount are going to have small fires. Those are the patterns that develop over time. That's what actuarial science is studying. So when we look at asset-based long-term care, the insurance company has done the same homework and have studied the patterns of use over decades and can predict to some degree of accuracy that a certain amount of people will use all of their long-term care insurance and others will use just a little bit and some will use none at all. So that's what the insurance companies are looking at. So again, they don't know if it's you or me, but they know that there's going to be a percentage of people and these patterns are generally going to play out. So out of a thousand people that buy long-term care insurance and they give them their money, some will exhaust a policy, some won't. This is the science behind the policies that the insurance companies use, and they are constantly updating this data based on new trends, they're always watching this data, they're always looking at this stuff, and they adjust accordingly. We're living longer, for instance, that's affected life insurance rates because people are living a lot longer now. So we as individuals are looking to mitigate this financial loss of the long-term care situation, and the companies know by pulling all of our money together they can provide benefits to us as an individual because not everybody's going to use the same amount of coverage. Now, for us, we don't know whether we're going to use it at all or whether we're going to need you know, care for five years. So that's why we get the insurance. It gives us that protection. Now, I got to take a quick break, but stick around because when we come back, I want to continue this discussion and talk to you a little bit about the types of asset-based plans that are out there. We'll be right back.
0: New asset-based programs protect your savings and your family and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com.
2: The issue of long-term care is so important, a lot of states like Washington are seeking to pass laws requiring payroll deductions to fund it. But the reality is, the state solution is simply a drop in the bucket that will not provide meaningful protection for you or your family. 525 Advisors can provide meaningful coverage through new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into at least $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free. And you get your money back if you never use it, just like the custom plan. my wife and I got. Join Brian Ott from 525 Advisors for an upcoming free live webinar. Learn how repositioning some of your savings is a secure way to triple your money today to pay for the high cost of long-term care. Like the state, we agree long-term care is a serious issue, but don't settle for the government's flawed plan. Learn your own options. Attend an upcoming 525 Advisors free live webinar. For the schedule, go to 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com.
1: Hi, this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss, yet often it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525LongTermCare.com. That's 525LongTermCare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your
0: family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors.
1: And welcome back, and thanks for uh, tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio or the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. Uh, you heard the ads. We do have some classes coming up. We just had one on Thursday. Uh, a lot of fun. i got to tell you, it's one of my favorite parts of this job is teaching these webinars. Uh, we used to do them in live format, and then COVID hit, and we moved over to the Internet. And I actually like the Internet better. We're able to get more people, and it's a less hassle. You know, you don't have to get in your car and drive somewhere and do all those things. You can just open up your browser and watch the webinar and send us your questions and you get to see us live. So we just had one on Thursday. We've got one coming up on the 24th. And so that is next Saturday. And, again, that kicks off at 8 o'clock Pacific time, 9 o'clock Mountain time. So be, feel free to join us if you're listening to us on the East Coast. It would be 11 o'clock in the morning. And so just go to our website, sign up at 525 com, and we will send you a link. And all you do is click on that link. And you can watch the webinar from your smartphone, from your tablet, your computer, your smart television. It doesn't matter. And if you got access to a keyboard, you can send us in a question. And you will hear the other questions as well, too, from the other uh, attendees on there. So, again, next Saturday, the 24th, is our last class for September. And then it's October. It's hard to believe. I can't believe that. So, anyway, if you just joined us... um, we were addressing the question of, you know, it sounds too good to be true on these asset-based plans, because we get that. You know, we get some people that every once in a while, they're like, yeah, this just sounds too good to be true. And so what we were talking about a little bit is the actuarial science, why these plans work, and specifically, how can you get your money back? Again, the insurance company's taking and investing in your money. They're getting an X amount of return. And remember, when you go on claim with an asset-based plan, in our example, if you just gave them $100,000 and you go on claim, you're using your money first. And so that cushions that insurance company versus a traditional plan. If you write them a check for $5,000 and then you go on claim, that's it. That's all the money the insurance got. So there's a lot of things that go into play here. And it's just really what we're doing, as we're saying, on these asset-based plans It's just a better way to self-insure because what you're doing is you're getting guarantees, you're getting leverage, and you're getting your money back. In many cases, you're getting more money back than you actually put into the plan. So today I want to talk a little bit about the different types of asset-based plans because there's really kind of a couple different options that are out there. And again, the IRS calls these linked benefits, saying that we are linking long-term care insurance with another vehicle, another asset. And basically, with an insurance company, there's going to be one of two chassis. There's either going to be life insurance underneath this policy or there's going to be annuities. An annuity is just cash value that's going to grow over time. So a deferred annuity, think of it like a CD, only you don't pay tax on it. Life insurance, they're just going to give you a set benefit, defined benefit amount up front. So that's bucket, that's bucket one. It's either going to be life insurance or it's going to be an annuity. Bucket two is just pure risk long-term care insurance, and we're going to tie those two together, and you could have bucket one that lasts you two years, and then you could have another two years of long-term care insurance, or four years, or six years, or you could have a plan like I have, which is unlimited lifetime benefits. So that's the way these things work. So let's break down the difference between the two policies. The first one it's what we really call a, a deferred annuity. That's bucket one. It's really what we call a savings-based plan. And these are generally funded with a single deposit, meaning that we just come in with one check and that buys both bucket one and bucket two. Now I do have a carrier that will allow us to spread out bucket two over time. So you pay bucket one and then you pay bucket two on what we call a continuous pay. And so we might do that every once in a while, a couple of times a year for a business owner or something. But as a general rule, our savings-based asset-based plans are just funded with a single deposit. Once you deposit that money, the money itself goes into a deferred annuity. And again, it's funny when I, I talk about this, we've got quite a bit of information on our website about what annuities are because people get confused. But a deferred annuity is just simply, it's just think of it as a savings account. The difference is deferred. The reason why they call it deferred is because you're not paying tax on the interest as you earn it. So it works like a retirement account. Whereas if it's a CD or a savings account, so if you go out and you buy a five-year CD, you say, I'm going to give my money to the bank for five years, I'm going to earn 3% interest, but you got to claim the interest that you earn every year on your taxes and pay taxes on it. That's income. If you go out and you get a five-year deferred annuity, what that means is you get a guaranteed rate for those five years, but when you earn interest, you're not paying tax on that interest. It's deferred. So you can just turn it over at the end of five years, you can flip it over to another five-year, or you can flip it to a 10-year. So on these savings-based plans, bucket one is a deferred annuity. That's the part of the policy that's going to grow in value and earn interest. And then based on your age, the insurance company is going to keep some of that interest to buy the insurance. So now your dollar that you deposit turns into $3 of tax-free long-term care. In the old days, if you think about this, really what you were doing is you were earning interest on your money. You were then taking some of that interest, and you were going out and you were buying insurance. And so the IRS looked at it, and they said, well, you earn that money, you took some of that money out of the policy and you went and you bought this long-term care insurance, so you gotta pay tax on that part. Well, the Pension Protection Act removed that. So these deferred, savings-based, long-term care plans just simply triple up your money, and any growth on your cash value is just simply deferred, so you don't have to pay tax on it, so you get an even better compounding effect, which is great. So again, the money you deposit is simply kinda of working like a money in a CD or savings account. It's earning interest, and then the insurance company is going to keep a little bit of that money. The money today on these accounts right now, we're earning between about 2.7% and about 4% is on the high end. And that's gonna depend on the carrier that you're with and how much money you deposit. So one carrier might be paying 3.75% on a $100,000 deposit, But if you go up to $200,000 deposit, they would guarantee or they'd pay you 4% this year. And so that is how those plans work. And then based on your age, they're going to keep some of that interest to buy the insurance inside the contract. So if you deposit, let's just say, $100,000 into one of these savings-based plans and you're earning 3.75% interest and the insurance company keeps 1.75%, so that would be maybe somebody that's 68, 70 years old, the insurance company would say, well, we're going to keep 1.75% that's what's going to buy that second bucket of money for you that's what buys the insurance so think of that as the insurance premium so essentially for you your money is growing at two percent tax deferred it's just compounding but for every dollar in interest you earn you also get another three dollars of long-term care insurance and so that's what makes these plans just so great and folks i will tell you if you're setting on savings cd money market accounts and you're thinking well I'm probably going to self-insure. I think I've got enough money. It's like, well, you just reposition this money. You take it out of one pocket. You put it in the other pocket. And quite frankly, depending on your age, most of the time these accounts will earn more interest. Even after they pay for the insurance, you'll still earn more interest than you're going to earn on a CD or a money market account at your local bank. So it's a really simple, easy to understand. You deposit a dollar, it earns some interest, some of that interest is kept to buy insurance, which makes your dollar turn into $3 tax-free for long-term care, and that's a key takeaway. When you pull this money out of this contract for long-term care, it's not counted as income, it's tax-free to you, so that's just a great, great way. And these are one of our most popular plans this year, and in a rising interest rate environment, what hasn't gone up is the cost of the insurance. So the interest rates go up, you just earn more money on your cash value, which buys you more long-term care insurance down the road. The next thing you need to understand about the asset-based plans, the second type out there is gonna be the, the the life insurance version. This is the most popular version out there, and it is really probably about two-thirds of all the business, maybe three-fourths of all the business out there. So what we're doing when we take that money and we deposit it with the insurance company, bucket one now becomes a life insurance policy. The advantage of that is if you put $100,000 in and you get $125,000 of life insurance, that $25,000 gain in the policy comes back tax-free, where if you deposit $100,000 into a savings-based plan and it grows to $125,000 and then you die and you never use it, somebody has to pay tax on that $25,000 gain. So it works just like if it was a CD or a savings or a retirement account. you got to pay tax on that gain. So the life insurance policies are very advantageous and we have joint policies on both the savings-based plans and on the life insurance policy meaning we can put two people on those but the advantage on these life insurance policies the number one thing that stands out to me is that there's a lot of variations on how we can fund these plans the savings-based plans primarily are just a single deposit however with the asset-based plans that have a life insurance component we can now fund these in a single deposit we can fund them over a certain period of years like five years or 10 years or 20 years meaning we have Five, ten, or 20 guaranteed annual payments and then the policy is fully paid up You can do a combination of them You can do a deposit of say $50,000 and have 10 payments of that would be smaller because you put some money down You can also do a continuous pay I've got two carriers out there that set these up and they're just a continuous pay Meaning I have a guaranteed level payment. I'm going to pay till I go on claim All of these will have some kind of death benefit tied to it And the way that death benefit works is if you take the policy out today, you make your first annual payment and you're on a 20 pay, but you go get hit by the bus and you're gone, your estate gets the full death benefit. So again, bucket one works just like a life insurance policy, but that's not what we bought it for. We bought it in case we go on long-term care. So now if we go into long-term care, We're going to spend our life insurance policy down, then we're going to jump into the continuation of benefits, and we can have a continuation of benefits that will last us a lifetime. So it's the same as the the savings-based plans. We're going to have some value that's going to come back to the estate if we don't use it, but the reason why we got it is because now we can have two, three, or even unlimited amount of long-term care insurance that can take care of us and protect our family and our assets. So really, we have a savings-based plan. We have the asset-based plans with the life insurance. They both do the same thing. They're going to give you a multiple of your money that you put into the plans, tax-free back for long-term care. And if you don't use them, you're going to get your money back plus either the interest or the growth and the death benefit. I've got to take a quick break for the news, so stick around. When I come back, I'm going to introduce you to Melinda, our client of the week who is 62, and I'm going to show you how we set up a long-term care plan for her and why we chose that route. We'll be right back.
0: Long-term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian’s free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com 525longtermcare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors.
1: And welcome back, and thanks again uh, for uh, tuning in this week to Long-Term Care Radio. So if you just joined us, uh, we are talking about the different types of plans out there, these asset-based plans. There's really two distinct chassis. And again, the IRS calls them linked benefits, saying we are linking long-term care insurance with another benefit. So either cash value in a deferred annuity or the life insurance. And by the way, life insurance also has cash value in it as well. And a lot of the policies, like my policy, I'm paying over 10 years. There's a certain amount of value that's in cash. I can technically borrow that cash value out without turning the policy off and canceling it. The same thing with the savings-based plans. If you deposit $100,000 into one of those plans and after, a year, uh, after the first year, so after the first 12 months, you can actually go in and take 10% of that policy value out. So if you put $100,000 in and you earned $3,000 in interest, you could then say, well, I'm going to take, I got $103,000. I'm going to take 10% of that out starting year two, and it does not cancel your policy. It just reduces the amount of long-term care insurance. So you do have some flexibility with these asset-based plans, which is nice. Um, And again, the link to benefit, what we're really getting them for is not that cash value or the life insurance component. That's just simply what's going to go back if we Use less than that amount, the difference is paid back to the estate. If we don't trigger it at all, the whole amount is paid back to the estate. But the reason why you got it, like my policy, I have a $200,000 death benefit on my policy. If I don't use the $200,000, I use less than that, the difference goes back to the estate. But the reason why I got it is because I have unlimited lifetime benefits, meaning that if I go you know, crazy as a sack full of kitties and I'm in long-term care for 12 years, I'm going to get that monthly payment paid out to me every month for 12 years. It just doesn't run out. So that's the lifetime benefit. That's why we got it. So uh, if, you, if you tune in on a regular basis, we have a client of the week and we bring that to you at the bottom of the hour. And the client of the week is really just, again, trying to show you Differences in these types of plans that are out there, how we design them, why we design them, and why we go one particular way. And this week, I want to introduce you to Melinda. Melinda is 62 years old. She's just getting ready to retire. So she's been going through like her finances and some estate planning and stuff. And she wanted to look into long term care insurance and have a plan. She just thought that made sense. She is single, she has two adult children, and she has two grandchildren. Her number one concern by far is, you know, blowing through her estate, running out of money and, you know, due to an extended health care event. She does not want to be a burden on her children. She doesn't want her children to have to give up their lives and step in to take care of her. She wants to avoid Medicaid at all costs. And, you know, this is something that is very important to her because she watched her mother go through a long-term care situation her mom was pretty tight-lipped about her finances, and at the end of the day, her mom basically blew through all of her money and ended up on Medicaid, and she said it was just very difficult on her and her, her siblings. Um, and she also says, look, I worked hard for my money. The money that I do have, I, I can think of a thousand different things to spend it on than paying it to, to a nursing home or just blowing through care, so I would like to have some kind of long-term care insurance protection. Here's what we found out about Melinda when we were talking with her. She watched her mom, again, struggle through that long-term care situation, so she had some first-hand experience with it. Um, she said it was just incredibly hard time emotionally for her and her siblings, and again, it got to that point where a lot of people just think, oh, it's just a matter of opening up Google and finding somebody to come provide care for mom. It's like, no, there's all these issues. How is it funded? What's happening to the estate? How do we make sure mom's getting the right level of care? All those things, because she did not have a plan. Uh, Melinda lost her husband several years ago, um, in a single. So that was something, you know, she says, I'm not going to remarry. I'm just, you know, I'm going to just go on with my life. And so I'm not going to have somebody else there in the house to take care of me. So that was important to her to, to have some kind of plan. She paid her house off and she has a little bit of cash left over. Her husband had some life insurance and so she paid off her house and, uh, put the rest of the money in the bank. Um, She is going to have a small pension when she retires, and she is going to be eligible for Social Security. So she'll have pension and Social Security, and that's going to be enough for her to live on as a general rule. She also has her small retirement account, but she wants to just continue to let that grow. Because again, she's only 62. She can let that money grow until she's age 72 before she has to take required minimum distributions. She's in an okay shape. This is a key. So when we we start out with everybody, we do what we call a pre-screen form because this is what tells us what types of plans that we can get into. And I'm going to talk about that in the last segment, so stick around for that. But the reason why you would select one program or another, a lot of times it depends on your health. And so she had some prior heart issues. Uh, She's being monitored. She had some stents put in. And she was starting to show some signs of arthritis, but she was, you know, she, she didn't have any limitations because of the arthritis right now. So that's always key, you know, because arthritis is a big deal, believe it or not. It's the number three reason, muscular skeletal issues, why people end up in long-term care situations. So the carriers will always look at the severity of your arthritis, and there is a limit to that. If you have arthritis and some other issues, it can be bad. So she was kind of on the borderline because she had some heart issues as well too, but we did have some options for her. She liked the idea of staying in her home for as long as possible. However, Melinda said, hey, look, you know, I I might move, uh, especially if I can be closer to my kids, depending on where my kids go and their careers take them and the grandkids are. She said, I might move to be closer with my kids, but ideally she would like to stay in her home for as long as she can. What she wanted from a long-term care plan was something that would just simply give her a peace of mind that she would not have to burn through all of her money to pay for care. If something happens to her, she liked the idea of not having payments, if she could pull that off. She said, I don't know if how we're gonna do this or fund it, but I ideally I would not like to be making ongoing payments into an insurance plan. She liked the idea of the money going back to the estate. Again, who doesn't, you know, that's the thing. I mean, every once in a while we get somebody that doesn't have kids or they don't really care, but as a general rule, if you can reposition some money and you know that that money doesn't get used, it's gonna go back to your estate, Well, it's kind of a win-win, right? And so she really liked that idea. Um, She wanted her, again, a plan that would allow her to receive care in home or if she was living with her kids or if she was living in a facility. And again, we ask people about this, but the truth is all of the policies that are what we call a comprehensive policy says it will pay for long-term care services in your home adult family homes assisted living facilities continuing care retirement centers it doesn't matter it's it's not a location it's an event so you can bring that care in wherever you're at so she was okay on there so here's what we did for melinda um this was kind of an interesting case i'll be honest with you because of her health and the funding preferences she did not qualify for a traditional pay-as-you-go plan. So there was just no way we could set up an ongoing plan. Her health was just, uh, it it just wasn't good enough for her to get into what we call a traditional plan because, again, the waiver premium kicks in, meaning that if she goes on claim in two years, the insurance company doesn't get any more money. So they're going to underwrite a little bit stricter versus an asset-based plan. We can reposition some savings. And really, that's the money that she's using first for long-term care. So it insulates that insurance carrier from, just a dramatic loss right up front. So we ended up looking at the asset-based plans. And we considered the life insurance version in theory. We were looking at that. But I said, look, here's the problem that we have. I've got one carrier that is going to write the coverage for you. The other carriers are not going to do it because of your age and because of your health issues that you already have. So we're very limited on that. But the savings-based options, I've got a couple of different options for you. And so, that's really what we ended up doing. And remember, when we look at long-term care insurance and we look at life insurance, there's two distinct you know, components to these. What What kills you is great for long-term care insurance, right? You stroke out and you die. Long-term care insurance company wins. They don't have to pay out any claims. But what keeps you alive is great for life insurance. So, if you you know, they go in there and they, they, they save you and you live another 20 years. Well, guess what? The, the, the life insurance company isn't paying out that death benefit. They're able to grow their money and grow the assets, so that's good for them. So when we underwrite, we have to look at both of those factors. So we looked at funding over time, but we just didn't have any options that would work for her, and she didn't really want payments anyway, so we started looking at the lump sum. Options And that's really what we ended up settling on. We took the lump sum and she had savings. Again, her husband had passed away, so she still had some cash savings. She did not have that money earmarked for anything. And that's really an ideal situation. When I look at someone's financials and I'm like, okay, we got the retirement account. We want to let that grow. We have some CDs. We have some savings. We have this inheritance, whatever it is. I always ask people, where's this going for? What's this $52,000 over here for? Well, that's for my daughter's wedding. Okay, you got that earmarked. So when we find a bucket of money on these asset-based plans and it's not earmarked for anything, it's a great vehicle to fund a long-term care plan with because I don't need that money, I'm gonna take it out of one pocket, I'm gonna stick it in another pocket, but I'm gonna put all these features on it, and that's what we did. So we went through our assets and here's what we came up with. Melinda had $126,000, most of it was just in her savings account, that she said, I can let this money go right now. I don't need this, I'm not using it for anything. And I can reposition this for long-term care. So that was just a really good fit. And so that's what we did. We took that $126,000 and we deposited it into one of our savings-based, asset-based plans. So again, bucket one, $126,000. That's the plan that's earning interest. She's going to be earning 3.75% interest on that. And that's going to give her... Right out of the gate, that $126,000 turns into $378,000 of long-term care insurance. That's her coverage today. And she gets $5,250 a month. And she could pull that amount out for six years. So if she pulls out her maximum amount every month, her policy is going to last her a minimum of six years. And that's really good, solid coverage, right? So remember the two-bucket design? For $126,000 goes into bucket one, it's earning interest. Bucket two is just long-term care insurance, and that starts out at $252,000 right out of the gate. The insurance company is saying, look, your money is earning interest. We're going to keep some of that interest. And for her at her age at 62, the insurance company is going to keep about 1.3% of the money that she earned. So she's earning 3.75% right now. They're going to keep 1.3%. Now, the Federal Reserve is probably going to raise rates again, so what happens in a year from now, if that rate's 4.5%, she will get 4.5%, but the 1.3% will not change the amount, the cost of the insurance. That's locked in at your age. So that's what make these plans so wonderful. When she earns money, her money right now is basically growing at 2.4% tax deferred. Now, think about that. You really got to have an account close to 3% a CD to net out that 2.4% because you've got to pay tax on the money as you earn it in a CD or a money market account. You do not have to do that on one of these deferred annuities. That's where deferral comes in, deferred. We're deferring those taxes. So she's going to sit there and grow her money at 2.4%. And what happens on this is that for every dollar in interest that she earns that is credited to her account, she's gonna be credited $3 of long term care insurance. So she's gonna get a dollar in bucket one, she's gonna get another $2 credited to bucket two. So she gets $3 of long term care insurance credited to this plan, which is just great. So let's take a closer look at what I mean on this. If we start out right out of the gate at the end of year one, she earns $4,662 of interest. The insurance company keeps $1,651. So her contract value is 129000 That's bucket one. Well, her com- bucket number two and bucket number one combined will be $387,000. So she has $5,300 a month. So she's already got a larger benefit. And that pattern just continues. If interest rates just stay the same at three seven five. and again, we're in her rising interest rate environment, but let's just assume that they stay the same. Well, we go out 10 years down the road, she has $159,900 in bucket one, that's her cash value, that's the money that comes back to her if she doesn't use it. But her long-term care has grown to $479,000, and she's got $6,665 a month of long-term care benefit. 20 years out, when she's 82 years old, she's got $203,000 of bucket one cash value, Again, that's the money that's coming back to her or her estate. If she uses less than that, the difference is paid back. Her long-term care insurance is now over 609000 She can pull out $8,458 a month. So, folks, as simple as this plan is, she just repositioned some savings she has. She's tripling the money. And remember, when it comes out for long-term care, it comes out tax-free. We talk about that tax deferral. So if you... You take $100,000 and you grow it to $200,000 and then you surrender the policy. Well, you got got $100,000 taxable gain that you'd have to pay tax on. But if you use it for long-term care insurance, the money is tax-free. That's what makes these plans so brilliant. If she never uses it and she just simply passes on, the estate would inherit. They would get that cash value, whatever it's grown into, and they would just simply have to pay tax on the gain only. So it's just like everything else. It's like a... Um, you know, it's like if, if you, you give them a, um, a, a stock and this, you know, that you paid hundred dollars for now it's worth $200. Well, they got to pay tax just on the gain. So that's how these savings based plans work. Now, if she needs access to this money, the other thing that makes these plans so great is that she's got it. After year one, she can take 10% of the value out of that policy without reducing the, or without canceling the long-term care insurance. So let's say 10 years down the road, they have a wicked storm. It blows her roof off, and you know she went gambling with a retirement account, and she doesn't have any other money. Well, she's got $159,000 in her account here. She could pull out $16,000, just cash, and it would not cancel the plan. It would simply just reduce her long-term care by $3 for every dollar she pulls out. So a tremendous amount of flexibility on these plans as well, too. You can get to some of the money without canceling your plan. Most people don't, but just know that it's there if you do need it. And the way these plans work is think of a CD. There is going to be some kind of surrender value for her for the first nine years. So that means that like a CD, you're going to earn interest, but if you you get a five-year CD and you go in and you cancel the CD at year three, the bank says, well, we're going to keep some of that interest that you earned. The same thing here, but if we look at like year four, for instance, she put in $126,000. Her account is up to $138,000. If she surrendered the policy, she'd still get a little over $131,000 paid back, which is still more money than she put in. So they just, the idea behind those surrender values are very important for the insurance companies because they don't want people putting money in and taking them out because what they're doing is they're going out and they're buying government treasuries. They're buying bonds, and remember, if the interest rates go up, we go from three point seven five to to four point seven five percent. That means the treasury yields went up as well too. That means the bond that the insurance company bought this year is worth less, and so that's why all of these in companies have, the, you know, they they call it the walkaway fee. They don't want you putting money in and walking away because it is very costly for the insurance companies if they're upside down on one of their investments and they have to sell it. But as a general rule you know, she's going to be right side up after year three, she get 100% of her money back. And remember, she has insurance for all those years as well, too. So I've got to squeeze in my final break, but stick around, we're going to talk a little bit more about why you would choose one type of asset based plan over another, we'll be right back.
0: Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax free long term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com.
2: I've told you about how my wife and I first started working with Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Many years ago, a retirement planner said that we were in pretty good shape except we did not have long-term care coverage. I didn't really even know much about it at the time, but we started doing some research, and we found out the best person in our region, Brian Ott, 525 Advisors. He's also the best in the country, and it's not just me saying that. For the fifth year in a row, Brian has received the award as the top advisor in the country for long-term care plans with lifetime benefits. And Brian says he couldn't do it without my listeners because you get it, and you know how to take care of your family. Long-term care planning is about protecting the people you care about, and the government is not going to do it for you. That's why my wife and I put a plan in place with Brian. If we get lucky and don't need it, our plan will pay our estate back. Get the peace of mind knowing your family's protected. Contact my friends at 525 Advisors and work with the best. Find out more at 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com.
0: The fact is, most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start with 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. This is Long Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com.
1: Alright, and we're back. And um, boy, I'll tell you, I gotta I always gotta hit the oxygen after I do these client of the weeks. So I get so wrapped up on them. I just I love solving the problem. And when we think about what we're doing for someone like Melinda, we are just taking an asset that she already has and we're tripling the value of it, but guess what, it's still her asset. She can still get access to that money. I mean, worst case scenario, that's what I always tell people, you've gotta look at the worst case scenario. What if you needed all your money back in five years? Well, like for her, she's gonna get $135,000 back, but she only put $126,000 in. So not only did she have insurance for those five years, she basically got still got more money back than she put in. and so. They're just really, really great flexible plans. Again, the downside to these savings-based plans is that you've got to fund them in a lump sum in most situations. So that brings us into the final segment. And um, I want to talk a little bit about how do you choose or why would you choose, I guess, one plan over another. And there's several reasons and there's several factors that are going to actually steer us to our decision-making process. The first one you have to understand is health. We always start with what we call a pre-screen. You'll find it on our website. That's information that's confidential. It's between you and it's between us. That's it. We don't give it to the insurance companies. What we're simply doing is we're looking at that information and we're comparing it to the underwriting guidelines so that we know whether we can submit a policy or not. I will just tell you right now, 90% of the advisors out there that sell long-term care insurance skip this step. They simply answer the health questions in the application, and then they send it in. Well, the application, honestly, they don't have enough room in every application to ask every possible question on health. So what we're trying to do is say, tell us about your prescriptions, tell us about your procedures, tell us about anything you have coming up. Because a lot of times, maybe somebody's in physical therapy. And if another advisor goes and submits them, guess what? They're turned down. Well, why? Well, because they're in physical therapy. If you just waited two weeks and they're out of physical therapy and they got a clean bill of health, we can submit and get you approved. So we always start with the pre-screen. And so if your health is compromised to a certain point, you may not qualify for the asset-based plan with the life insurance because there's just too much risk. Again, so the problem we had with Melinda is because of her heart issues, it's like heart's a big, big deal, right? That You can stroke out and die or you can stroke out and end up in long-term care. Well, either way— That's a bigger risk for the life insurance because they're either going to be paying long-term care or death benefit right up front. Where the savings-based plan, the worst-case scenario for them, Belinda gives them $126,000 and she strokes out and dies in a year. They're just going to give her the $126,000 back plus whatever interest she earned that year. So there's not a lot of risk to the insurance company that way. So that's part of what we're always going to look at is your health is going to determine that. The second option we're going to look at is your funding. If Melinda did not have a lump sum of money to put into a savings-based plan, it would have been much more of an issue trying to get her any meaningful coverage because she would have had to pay in over time. And again, if we're paying in over time, there's more risk to the insurance company. Because again, even on the asset-based plans, like my plan, I'm paying 10 annual payments, if I get hit by the bus and I end up on claim, guess what? I'm not making the payments. They're going to start paying me that monthly benefit. So if I only make five payments and then I get hit by the bus, they're going to lose out on five payments and they're going to start paying me. If we're a joint plan, my wife and I. So if we go down in a plane together, well, the death benefit's paid out. doesn't matter if we've made all 10 payments. So there's more risk to the insurance company. So when we look at how you're going to choose which type of policy, a lot of it is going to be your health, number one. Number two is how are we going to fund it? If you don't have a lump sum to put into a savings-based plan, then we have to look at some kind of version with life insurance that allows us to pay into over time. Lastly, I'm going to say what do you want from a plan? So... There's advantages to everything. There's two sides to every coin. And like I say, it's like buying a car. If you go out and you buy the F 250, great. You can tow your boat, you can go get firewood, you can do all kinds of things. You can go off road if it's four wheel drive. But one of the sacrifices is going to be, you know, the gas mileage. It's not going to get the same gas mileage as you're going to get if you go out and you buy a Prius. But the same thing with the Prius, what are you giving up? Well, you're not towing your boat with the Prius and you're not going out to get a lot of firewood and those kind of things so we 're looking at the same thing when we 're doing long term care planning. There is no perfect answer. What we have to look at is your solution or your situation. What kind of finances do you have? What do you want from a plan? How worried are you about access to that money and i 'll have people all the time who's like, "Well, I can reposition this money, but if something changes like I lose my job in five years, I might need that money back okay that 's where these savings based plans really stand out. We can reposition that money and With today's interest rates, after two or three years, you're going to get 100% of your money back. So you're not going to walk away from anything. And after five or six years, you're going to get money back plus interest. And after 10 years, there is no surrender charge. You're going to get 100% of whatever that account value is if you need your money back. You can also access, again, 10% of it. On the life insurance versions that we're paying into over time, there's going to be some cash value, and yes, we can go borrow some of that cash value out of it, but it's going to be somewhat more limited. It's substantially more limited. So again, we want to look at what we want from a plan, and also, do you want lifetime benefits? Well, that's going to decide what type of plan you put. Do you want a lifetime benefits? Most of the savings-based plans just simply go to three years of coverage. We do have some plans that will allow you to buy lifetime benefits in a savings base, but it's going to shrink your cash value down. So we're always looking at those trade-offs. So um, before we go, again, next Saturday, the 24th, we have a live webinar class. It's the best way to start. Educate yourself about long-term care, what it is, what Medicare pays for, what your options are, traditional, asset base. That's what we'll go over all that information in a quick little 45-minute package. The classes are free. Sign up at 525longtermcare.com. You can also get our podcast if you miss any part of the show. We appreciate your interest, as always, and stick around. I'll be back next week with another new show. Thanks so much.
0: You've been listening to Long-Term Care Radio with certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available. If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com.
2: The issue of long-term care is so important, a lot of states like Washington are seeking to pass laws requiring payroll deductions to fund it. But the reality is, the state's solution is simply a drop in the bucket that will not provide meaningful protection for you or your family. 525 Advisors can provide meaningful coverage through new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into at least $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free. And you get your money back if you never use it, just like the custom plan my wife and I got. Join Brian Ott from 525 Advisors for an upcoming free live webinar. Learn how repositioning some of your savings is a secure way to triple your money today to pay for the high cost of long-term care. Like the state, we agree long-term care is a serious issue, but don't settle for the government's flawed plan. Learn your own options. Attend an upcoming 525 Advisors free live webinar. For the schedule, go to 525LongTermCare.com. That's 525LongTermCare.com.